working on another session of Journey Through the Bible when my husband asked me to share a message for today's church in the home and thought that it would make good sense for me to use the theme which the Holy Spirit had already been stirring up in my spirit for this purpose instead. Let's just pray and commit this teaching to our Heavenly Father. Father God, thank you for your precious word once again. Thank you for the abundant life which you have promised in your word. And thank you, Lord, for your anointing over this message. Thank you that your word will not return void. It will accomplish that for which it was sent, and it will prosper in Yeshua's mighty name. The question I've been asking myself lately is, what does John 10.10 mean where Yeshua says, I have come that they may have life and life abundantly? This question can be answered in numerous ways, but today the focus will be on the rejuvenation of youthfulness and the energy to do whatever is required in life. Being a person in my late 50s, I periodically have needed my batteries recharged from a physical perspective. And I was chatting to a friend of ours recently whose words were as follows. I am swamped, but I'm okay. I'm so used to it by now. Now she's a Christian lady in her late 50s as well. But I realized that deep down, if she really were to be honest, she is an unhappy person, tired out, feeling old and not really tapping into God's great call for her life, despite all the good things that she does for others. Now everyone's situation is different, but no matter how young or old a person may be, it's important to remember that God has a vast supply of health, vitality and energy to give away. So I'm going to address this matter today. And trust the Holy Spirit that it will be of benefit to all who are listening to this audio as we as a local church fellowship enjoy church in the home today, the Lord's Day. Firstly, living life abundantly is not just about working hard every day and then looking forward to a well-earned break, although a holiday is a good thing to have now and again. It's much more than that. Most Christians are familiar, I'm sure, with the powerful narrative about Abraham and Sarah who were blessed by God with a child at a very late stage in their lives. The Bible says in Romans 4 verse 19 that Abraham, without becoming weak in faith, he considered his own body now as good as dead for producing children since he was about a hundred years old. And he considered the deadness of Sarah's womb. But he did not doubt or waver in unbelief concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong and empowered by faith, giving glory to God, being fully convinced that God had the power to do what he had promised. Abraham was a hundred and Sarah ninety years old when she gave birth to Isaac, their son, her body having been restored to that of a young woman. Therefore, The human body is capable of being rejuvenated by the power of God and together with restoration comes youthfulness and energy. Job 33 verse 25 says in the New International Version, 
Let their flesh be renewed like a child's. Let them be restored as in the days of their youth. In line with both of these scriptures, when Yeshua referred to abundant life in John 10 verse 10, he was referring to the mighty power which is available to every born-again believer who connects with him, the source of all life. People who are not saved are disconnected from him. They're spiritually dead and therefore do not have the power available for their physical bodies to be renewed. Instead, attempts are often made through the use of worldly methods such as Botox, the use of health products, etc. Now, such things might help to a certain extent, but will never provide the supernatural life which God is eager to provide in abundance in order for the miraculous to take place. The Greek word for life is zoe, and it appears 135 times in the Greek New Testament. It literally means the God kind of life, or to be full of life, and is similar to the Hebrew word for life, chaya, C-H-A-Y-A-H, meaning to live, revive, quicken, recover, nourish up, preserve, repair, restore, be whole, to live prosperously. It's also interesting to note that the name Eve comes from a similar root word, Chava, C-H-A-V-A, in Hebrew, meaning life. I discovered when doing a bit of research on the meaning of the name Eve that Adam only named her after she had been hoodwinked by the devil. Prior to that, in Genesis chapter 2, verses 23 and 24, she is simply referred to as woman. So I just want to read that scripture. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. But then if you read further on in Genesis, you can see there that Adam actually gave her a name. And that is where the root word Chava comes in. She was still able to be a giver of life and become the mother of all living because that's what her name means, despite the terrible consequences of them both having disobeyed God's instructions in the Garden of Eden, which resulted in the curse and the fall of mankind. Now going on with regard to this Zoe life, the Holy Spirit is the one who gives this life, and he wants to give it on a daily basis to all who ask him, and it's vital that each day we as born-again believers are to be filled on a continual basis. Ephesians 5 verse 18 says, Do not get drunk with wine, for that is wickedness, corruption, or stupidity. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible here. But be filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by Him. Let's now just stop a moment and pray and put this scripture into practice. Everybody can just repeat this after me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For filling me today to overflowing with your Holy Spirit, with the Zoe life of God, because your word says that I am to be filled with your Holy Spirit 
and as a result constantly guided by him. Thank you, Lord, that as I'm filled now, I'm filled with the Zoe, life of God, by faith. Amen. Now to carry on with the teaching. It is up to each one of us, on an individual basis, to constantly draw this abundant life or this strength from Yeshua in a vital relationship with a real living God. And not forgetting, of course, the importance of relating to one another as fellow believers in Christ. Now there's another aspect to this abundant life. Yeshua in John chapter 10 verse 10 also refers to the devil, who is a thief who comes to kill, steal and destroy. And he will do his utmost to drain us as God's people of this abundant life. And where there is busyness, there is barrenness. Now that's an expression which I will always remember my pastor's wife, Margaret Nicholas, many years ago, sharing with me when I was a teenager. I was only about 16, 17 odd. And I always remember those great words of wisdom. Where there is busyness, there is always barrenness. And this is how the devil works. He's very deceptive, cunning, and always provides a counterfeit to the real thing. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, he loves to bring along the distractions of the world system, encouraging people to go off on tangents and tries to cause a lot of disobedience in the body of Christ because it's so easy to get caught up in stuff that looks good, but it's not really what God intends for his plans and purposes and for the benefit of the kingdom of heaven. This is the very reason why it's so important to be disciplined and stay in the word of God on a continual basis, to be a lover of the truth, because the Bible says that in the end times, even the elect will be deceived. So it is literally a matter of life and death. And that in turn is very connected to the power of the tongue and the words that we speak. Proverbs 18 verse 21 says, Life and death are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruits thereof. As a little example, I mentioned to Graham the other day how bright and colourful and vibrant the Queen of England still manages to look in her ripe old age, having just celebrated 70 years of being on the throne. And Graham reminded me of how long life is spoken over her regularly whenever people say, God save the Queen or long live the Queen. So life is being spoken over her on a continual basis. She does have a Christian background, but the fact is that people have spoken over her regularly, the nation of England have spoken over her, and that is, because the words have been spoken over her, she truly has lived a long life. So how true is that? And in the same way, how important it is for us as believers to speak words of life over ourselves, over our families, and over our church, and people and situations in general rather than using negative, critical words, which the devil so easily can use 
as a tool to destroy God's plans and purposes, and in so doing, rob so many of abundant life. And that ultimately drains strength and vigor and causes discouragement and depression. It causes just that feeling of being overwhelmed and a feeling of never accomplishing anything for the kingdom of heaven. Now, as far as youth being renewed, Mandy shared in last Sunday's service a lovely testimony of a lady who was desperately ill in hospital recently, but was healed through prayer, and her body was restored. This was a wonderful result of speaking and praying God's life-giving promises. And as a church, we have had many testimonies recently in this regard of health and strength being renewed, personal testimonies that have taken place recently. But the emphasis here is that it's so important to speak and pray life-giving promises over situations. I also love the quote by Gloria Copeland who says, There is power in consistency. In other words, speaking faith-filled words will always produce fruit as long as it's done on a consistent basis. It can't be done one day and just not attended to the next day. It's got to become a lifestyle of speaking faith-filled words over situations. Over situations which might look totally impossible. And if you remember the scripture concerning Abraham and Sarah, that's exactly what it looked like. Sarah's womb was dead. Their bodies were totally decrepit. But God was able to use that faith And it says Abraham's faith was such that the promises were fulfilled and Isaac was born. Now on the other side of the scale, when a person refuses to receive the author of life as the answer to his or her problems, the consequences are very sad. The devil being a thief who is always ready to deceive anybody who falls for his lies and his temptations, the situation can always be turned around, but it's very sad when people make wrong choices. Such as an old drunkard who was notorious for his alcoholic binges and well known in our neighborhood. And he was a man who had good employment, but due to his alcohol abuse, he landed up homeless and chose a life of drudgery on the streets. I attempted to lead him to the Lord a couple of times when reaching out to the homeless in street ministry several years ago, but didn't succeed. And some of you listening to this audio will remember a birthday tea which we had on his behalf as a church congregation after our Sunday service in an attempt to lead this particular gentleman to the Lord. But sadly, he refused to accept the Lord of life as his saviour. Seeds, however, were sown, and who knows, he might have made a commitment to Christ at judge of the human heart. But what am I saying? Because he made wrong choices, despite the fact that he was given opportunity to serve God, he actually looked far older than he really was. And because he was ignorant, he didn't know the truth, He was blind, he was deceived by the devil, 
and the devil was able to use him for his own devices. But things can change, and that is the power of the Word of God. And there might be situations which seem absolutely impossible. We all have situations that we face as individual people in the body of Christ. We all have situations which seem overwhelming, seem so difficult, but God is a God who makes the impossible possible. And the answer is to tap into the super abundant life which is available so that the more the confession of the word there is, the more God is able to bring manifestation in the physical. And that brings energy, that brings strength. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall rise up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. Now just a few more thoughts with reference to John chapter 10. And I want to just go to verses 4 and 5 where Yeshua said, now he's referring just to sheep in a sheepfold. One has to actually read this whole chapter to understand the context of what he was teaching here. But I want to highlight this verse because it ties up with knowing the voice of the Good Shepherd. And in verses 4 and 5, Yeshua said that sheep follow the shepherd because they know his voice and recognize his call. They will never follow a stranger but will run away from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Now, I've watched a couple of video clips of how real sheep in their natural environment recognize the call of their shepherd and totally ignore the calls or those voices which they are not familiar with, which they do not recognize. They actually just take no notice. Now, there's a valuable lesson to learn here with regard to hearing God's voice. For there are many voices out there which sound good, but are not necessarily God. And I've personally found that to help my faith in this regard, I like to confess, and I confess this in accordance with John chapter 10, verse 14. And I confess that I am his sheep. And therefore, I hear his voice. This in turn helps me to ignore the voices out there which could prove detrimental to my life in the long run. It helps me to discern when I confess that by faith, I then tune myself into the voice of God. And it does help me. And as all things in the kingdom of heaven, this is a skill which has to be developed and can only be achieved by spending quality time aside with the Lord. And then, of course, being constantly trained and equipped in the Word of God. I'm going to go back to the word Zoe life. Zoe life is the abundant life which Yeshua purchased on behalf of all mankind on the cross. He is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. The Bible also describes him as the bread of life. And the more sustenance that a person gives to the spirit man, feeding the spirit man with the precious word of life, speaking the word of God, the more 
The spirit man is empowered and in turn the physical body is renewed. I always know that when I'm tired, it's time to recharge my batteries. It's time to spend extra time with the Lord, to spend extra time in the Word. It's absolutely vital to my well-being. I cannot exist without the Word of God. And I see people running around and who are not really spending time in the Bible. And I can see that this, this friend of mine, not from a critical perspective at all, but just longing for her to be able to realize that she's going up the wrong path in life. There's a blindness over her because of religion, because of a lot of things, not being able to see. And that is the case of so many people. But the Word of God has the answer. And through prayer, breaking down strongholds in the spiritual realm, etc., etc., I mean, that's another topic all by itself. But the emphasis here is that Yeshua is the source of that abundant life. And we have a responsibility to make that choice, to tap in to that river of life on a continual basis. And then strength is renewed. Bodies are healed. Bodies are restored. I myself have personal testimonies of how God has brought healing and restoration in my physical body. But that would be for another time. And just as a side note, before I end off this message, I just want to mention that the name Zoe is the name of a sweet little girl in Sharon's lovely preschool. And I was thinking the other day, what a wonderful thought that every time this child's name, Zoe, is spoken, abundant life is being proclaimed over her. I just thought that by the time Zoe grows up, she will certainly be empowered to live life and live it abundantly because all the time she has been called Zoe, Zoe, and that name means life, restoration, healing, health, prosperity, repair, restore. It carries with it power, the very name Zoe. And that is also the name Yeshua. It means God is our salvation. So every time the name Yeshua is spoken, there too the blessing is spoken. Salvation, wholeness of every kind. When a prayer is prayed in the name of Yeshua comes healing, health, restoration, etc., etc. So may this message be a blessing. And thank you, Heavenly Father, for the abundant life Abundant life spoken over all of our homes today on this glorious Sunday morning. May everybody be blessed in the mighty name of Yeshua. And may salvation come to every home. Amen. Amen.